gonna work, bro. You is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Hey, how's everybody doing? Nice, sunny Tuesday. Busy week, fun week. I hope everybody got rested up over the weekend. Because it felt it felt very calm before the storm, and now with everything going on this week, it feels like feels like the storm's kind of here, and we've got a lot to talk about, a lot to dive into over the course of the next couple of hours here on the Workday Red Zone. Thank you for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network, all over your radio dial, and also online at ninety five three theticket.com. A reminder is always that you can take us with you on the go. And what you do there is just download the EAB Media Group app, search for that ticket logo, click Listen Live, you will be all set. If you want to shout at us today, plenty of opportunities for you to chime in on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, and that phone number is 870-930-3776. You can also weigh in with us on social media, facebook.com slash Radio. And then uh, on Twitter as well, at Kevar underscore Richie. The hashtag for today's KavanaughCars.com question is, of course, WDRZ. I am Kevar Richie. I am joined in studio by producer Ryan James. Good to be here, as always. So we've got, uh, what do we got coming up today? Uh, We've got quite a lot to talk about. Uh, I guess I need to tell everybody who else is on the show. Going to be a busy day uh, in that aspect as well at 1230. We are going to check in with Arkansas State women's golf coach MJ Dabian Shaw. The start of the spring portion of the A-State golf schedule is coming up in just six short days. So I want to get caught up on what the Red Wolves accomplished uh, in terms of the fall portion of their schedule. Look ahead to this spring and see what's coming up next for the Red Wolves. Again, Coach MJ Debian Shaw at 1230. Also, uh, today, since it's Tuesday, we will have our weekly chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. That will be coming your way at 1.30 when he will join us in studio. He was late last week. I don't know if he remembers that or not. So we'll see if he shows up on time for this one. Again, to be fair, I took an early break, so I can't really point too many fingers his direction on that. Uh, also today, uh, we're going to hear just a couple of clips from, uh, in terms of audio from James Madison head men's basketball coach Mark Byington. He did his a press conference yesterday and talked quite a bit about the Red Wolves. So not a ton of audio to share with you from Coach Byington, but I thought it was interesting what he said about A-State. And so I wanted to share that with you as well. And we'll do that uh, around 1 o'clock. In the meantime, let's dive into some news and notes and then throw out the CavanaughCars.com question and get this party started. Uh, In news that came out uh, within the past hour, in fact, Arkansas State's Izzy Higginbottom has earned Sunbelt Conference Player of the Week honors. I personally felt like this was a little bit of a no-brainer, but you never know what the league's coaches and voters are going to do. So glad to see Izzy get that recognition. Of course, she had two 30-plus point performances this week in the Red Wolves' two wins. Uh, 35 and 33 is what she was able to post 
and played 79 of a possible 80 minutes during those wins against South Alabama and Old Dominion. Uh, this is only, uh, amazingly enough, only the second time this season she has won weekly honors, but um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it will not be the last. In uh, additional stories, the Arkansas State baseball season is only 10 days away. They have their single game tickets on sale at first pitch for the season. It's slated for Friday, February the 16th, as the Red Wolves welcome in Omaha to Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield for a three-game series. Also a reminder that A-State baseball is going to hold its Grand Slam banquet uh, this coming Monday, February the 12th, featuring special guest Jim Edmonds. Tickets are available from the Red Wolves Foundation. Meanwhile, ahead of Wednesday's key basketball matchup against James Madison, A-State Athletics has announced several promotions for the game. We went over some of these yesterday, but do want to continue to reiterate that a pair of tickets can be purchased for just $7. And hot dogs, better known as Convo dogs, are going to be just $2 a piece. Additionally, I thought this was cool. Head football coach Butch Jones is going to announce the team's 2024 mid-year signees so you can find the full slate and, and everything going on at astateredwolves.com. Coming up tonight, Memphis Grizzlies is going to continue their Northeast road trip with a game at the New York Knicks. That one's going to tip off at 6.30, so that means your pregame coverage is going to get started at 6. And yes, we will carry that one for you live right here on the ticket. In terms of today's KavanaughCars.com question, in addition to everything going on with A-State right now, we got we got the Super Bowl to look forward to coming up this weekend. So I want to know today, uh, an easy KavanaughCars.com question, what are you most looking forward to on Super Bowl Sunday? I've got some options for you on Twitter. Of course, on the phones, you can always answer in whatever way your little heart desires. But you can answer the actual game, (laughs) the commercials, the food, or the halftime show. This is about the time on the calendar when I start focusing, you know, heavily on Super Bowl Sunday in terms of finalizing plans and making out the grocery and the snack list, maybe even looking at sale prices on TVs, because if you're going to redo your home entertainment system... This is the week to do it. This is uh, reportedly the best time of year to buy a, t- a TV in terms of in terms of prices. Like even better than Black Friday, even better than Prime Day, anything like that. This week is supposedly the week when you should make that happen if you've been thinking about it because the deals are better than at any other point in time in the year. Now, some of you, you know, you go to the the big Super Bowl parties or fundraisers or things like that. So, you know what you you've known what you're going to be doing to watch the game for months and months in advance, but I am a uh I'm I'm a well-known procrastinator, I think at this point in time, so I'll probably figure out Saturday or maybe even Sunday morning what I'm doing, try and uh, you know, hurry up and make some dip and be ready to go by the time the game kicks off. Now, of course, it should be by all accounts a Fairly decent game. Uh, certainly hoping for that. You know, the Chiefs, of course, have been in this spot uh, several times over the past few years. This could be a little bit of a, a potential, not legacy maker, because he's still at the early part of his career, but legacy builder for sure for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And then, of course, uh, with the 49ers. Again, they've been in this spot uh, not too not too far in the rear view either. And uh, certainly an opportunity for the 49ers here 
to put themselves in the conversation for one of the great teams of this era, great franchises of this era. This is, of course, going to be a busy day for for betting. Somebody has already thrown out a million dollars on the San Francisco money line. Y'all have fun with that. Uh, certainly too rich for my blood. But uh, a lot of uh, a lot of crazy parlays and whatnot for this game. Uh, looking at just the the basics, super basics on what's coming up. Uh, this is going to be a game that uh, kicks off at approximately five thirty. It's going to be on CBS. The Chiefs are designated as the home team. So they have been working out this week at the Raiders complex while the 49ers, as the designated away team, have been, uh, they they have set up shop on uh, the UNLV campus, and that's where they're having their, their practice sessions. Niners are favored by a point and a half with an over of 47 and a half in this one. I guess maybe, I guess I could have added a couple of, maybe I should have added an other option for the game. Should have added, you know, what are you most looking forward to? Maybe a, a gambling option. I don't know how hyped some of you are to see a certain pop star in attendance. Can't wait for the conversations about that one. So, a lot of different things to look forward to with the game coming up. On Sunday, of course, we're starting to see like sneak peeks of, of commercials and things like that. We know Usher is going to be there performing for the halftime show. So we get out of everything that goes into Super Bowl Sunday, the game, the ads, the show, the food. What's your favorite part? What are you most looking forward to? That's our CavanaughCars.com question. We've got a lot to get into in terms of just uh, just A-State stuff. Uh, while while all of this is going on, uh, tomorrow is, is signing day. So uh, we'll see maybe what uh, the Red Wolves are going to get into for signing day when we come back. But we need to go ahead and take our first break here in this noon hour. Brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. We'll be back right after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. D&W has combined forces with Posey Peddler to offer one of the best Valentine's Day specials to come to Northeast Arkansas. With any $1,000 purchase, receive a free $25 Posey Peddler gift card that includes both D&W Automotive and D&W Outdoors. That's right. Buy a set of 35-inch Nitto Mud Grapplers, receive a $25 gift card. Buy a Benelli Super Black Eagle 12-gauge wrapped in bottomland camo, receive a $25 gift card. Fellas, been thinking about doing that lift on your truck but worried what she might say? Well, say you're sorry with a $25 gift card from the Posey Peddler. Ladies, wondering what to get your guy for Valentine's Day? How about a Traeger Timberline Grill and just keep the gift card for yourself? D&W is your Valentine's Day superstore with gifts that will make smiles happen all year round. If you can't find a Valentine's Day gift for your significant other here, well, you're probably just not going to find it. Come by 1711 East Parker Road, check us out on Facebook, or find us at dnwtruckaccessories.com or dnwoutdoors.com. Hey there, Northeast Arkansas. This is John Moore of Arkansas Superstore on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Here to tell you that we're flipping the script on car buying. Tired of the runaround? Sick of dealers treating you like an afterthought? Upside down in your current car? At Arkansas Superstore, we're here to change the game. No credit? Bad credit? Upside down your current ride? We've got your back. 
Don't stand for bait and switch tactics. That's holding. We believe in transparency and trust. You deserve the car you want with a payment much lower than your rent. Why settle for less? We won't sell you something you don't love. Life is too short for car buying nightmares. Let's make it better together. Give us a shot before giving in to it is how it is tactics. Arkansas Superstore is here to make sense of it all for you. Come over and find your dream ride. You're approved. When the banks say no, I say yes. We're ready to show you a much better way. Visit us today at 11580 Highway 49 North in Brooklyn or online at ArkansasSuperstore.com. Let's rewrite the car buying story one satisfied customer at a time. Attention, members and guests. Your go-to destination for flavor, fun, and good times is Salsa's Grill. And when making your Valentine's Day plans, there's no better place to take your sweetheart than Salsa's. With Valentine's specials and happy hour all day long, Salsa's is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner and open until 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 10.30 Friday and Saturday. So whether it's Valentine's Day or just a nice meal out with family and friends, head to Salsa's Grill, 2240 South Caraway in Jonesboro. The Ace Day women play at Georgia State Wednesday at 5.30 on the Ticket Radio Network, while the men host James Madison at 7 on 107.9 K5. Red Bulls basketball is brought to you in part by High Troll, Vision Care Center, Hilltop Family Dentistry, George Kell Motors, Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson, Crown Limousine, Arkansas Superstore, First Choice Farm and Lawn, Jonesboro Cycle and ATV, Collision Repair, Discount Metal Roofing, Glen Sane Motors, JT White Hardware and Lumber, Right Fiber, Denso Manufacturing, and First Security Bank. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, the last thing parents should have to worry about is how to pay for it. This is a St. Jude moment. Imani wouldn't be here if it wasn't for St. Jude, and I can't imagine a better place to be. You know, it's a cliche thing to say, but I feel like my faith in humanity has been restored. The second we arrived here, we had food, housing, transportation, treatment, you name it, it was taken care of by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. There was not a single other care in the world except for Imani, because St. Jude made that happen. The best way I can really describe it is, this is heaven on earth. To the people who donate to St. Jude, you know, I just want them to know that I don't think anyone in this world or anything in this world has given me a greater gift. We came as two desperate parents, uh, and they saved our daughter's life. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you on a Tuesday. A whole lot going on. Of course, uh, obviously, this is uh, the lead up to Super Bowl Sunday. We're asking you today for our KavanaughCars.com question. What are you most looking forward to? Is it, you know, the actual football or is it the commercials or the food or the halftime show or something else? Again, that's KavanaughCars.com question. Ride Fiber Hotline is open at 870 3776. Uh, so much going on this week. Don't want to forget uh, to mention again that tomorrow is signing day. 
And, of course, that's for Arkansas State football, for teams across the country. Uh, The Red Wolves did the bulk of their heavy lifting in terms of high school commitments during the early signing period. So if you flash back to December the 19th, A-State announced 20 signees on that date. But uh, looking at the commitments currently listed on A-State Nation, uh, it looks like there could be four more high school signees announced tomorrow. And then we'll learn about the transfers tomorrow as well, which is what I'm really interested in. We'll go over some names and uh, some highlights from the class when we come back. But uh, when I said when we come back, but uh, when we... Return from the open phone lines. Well, let's let's shout at Zach here for a minute, who's with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Good. What's up, Karen? What's up, man? Not much. Uh, I caught the tail, very tail end of your uh, question of the day. Could you repeat that, please? Sure. What are you most looking forward to on Super Bowl Sunday? The actual game itself, the food, the commercials, the halftime show, or something else? Uh, the game and the food. Okay. So a 1A uh, and a 1B. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that gives you an excuse to uh, eat bad one more time before you got to get serious about your diet for all you uh, New Year's uh, resolutioners. You know, uh, Super Bowl Sunday's that one last uh, big uh, pig out. It's like a national cheat day. It is. It is. You know, of course, commercials I'm excited about. Uh, but, yeah, the game itself. And, uh, this could be a big game for Patrick Mahomes, you know. Uh, this could be Super Bowl number three. Mm-hmm. He will uh, have. Uh, he's already tied it too with the Manning brothers and with John Elway. I, I think right now, as it stands, I think uh, Mahomes what he's accomplished in his young career. I think Tom Birdie and Joe Montana stand in his way. You know, he's still got a lot of a lot left in, in the tank. If he stands healthy, was he twenty eight? Yes. Yeah, this is his sixth season. So, if 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 he got his third in. Six years that would put that's that's on pace with Brady. Brady had three in his first six years. Yeah, it's crazy too because Tom, from the time he won his last one, I think it was the 2005 Super Bowl against the Eagles, he went almost 10 years. Yeah, well, 10 years, 2015, until he won another one. I mean, the long, a long drought, you know, uh, got there two more times and lost to the Giants, but uh, yes, Mahomes does not get help, does not if he says something, he doesn't get hurt. And he's, you know, you know, I don't care. How old is Kelsey now, Carrot? 34? Yeah, that sounds right. You know, if they get some more weapons around Kelsey, or around Mahomes, rather, even when Kelsey gets, you know, uh, he gets up there and age, ages out. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, he lost Tyreek Hill, what, two years ago? And, and here, we, here they are back in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it it hasn't it certainly hasn't been without its its bumps along the way. I mean, I for a long time this season, and I don't know if maybe they they did in the I don't think they did in the playoffs as well. They got significantly better as the year went along, but for a long time this year, they they led the NFL in drops. I mean, their receivers could not catch for a significant wow. portion of the season. So so if they're going to contend again next year, that that looks like at least on paper the the biggest thing they're going to have to address in the off season, just bringing in some receivers who can hold on to the football. Right, yeah. I mean, he's up to the start, you know. Like I said, he's 28 years old. And what's the shelf life of a quarterback now? I mean, has Tom Brady kind of changed that with his longevity? I, I think so, but then you look at guys who, you know, have been – who, you know, were not able to start as many years as as 
as Brady, but like Joe Flacco was still playing last year. Yeah, and he he kind of got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, so you've got as as you know over the past, well, especially over the past decade, as there's been such this insane focus on like diet and health and nutrition and and building your career for longevity. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that Mahomes has already embraced something like that and probably did when he was even a rookie well, in the NFL. So so you've got you've got guys now that are, that are thinking about playing. From the get-go, that are probably thinking about playing until they're 40 as opposed to, to 34 or 35. I will say this. I did see uh, Mahomes after they beat the uh, Ravens. He's got the dad bod going on for sure. I mean, that's... <clears throat> you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not going to body shame, but, you know, Peyton Manning... Not body shame. He just, he, he's got a dad bod. I'm not... Peyton, hey, the, the Manning brothers had dad bods for their entire career. Well, Tom and... Brady had a dad bod for crying out loud. He wasn't a chisel. He wasn't an Adonis. He was, he was uh, I mean, have you seen his NFL combine picture for crying out loud? He, nothing about that picture screams professional athlete. Exactly. He didn't have a little pooch like Mahomes got going on, his little pop belly, but, you know, Tom had a dad bod. He wasn't, he wasn't like a Cam Newton prototype. You know, one of these guys, you know what I mean? But but still, hey, looks looks can be deceiving, obviously, right? Sure. I mean, the quarterback position is so much more about just pure physicality. Exactly. And let me say something else, too. You see a lot of Mahomes' baseball background in his game. The, the throwing, the sidearm yeah. passes. and I mean, and it's funny, too. I mean, he, who was he scouted by? Who was he, who was he being looked at? Was the I, Rangers? I, I, I don't know. We can find that out, though. Yeah, I mean, you know what's ironic is Tom Brady was being scattered by the Expos back in 95. He was a, I think he was a catcher. You know? Did you Ma- know that? Mahomes was drafted by the Tigers in the 37th oh. round of the 2014 MLB draft. Wow. Well, yeah, and of course his dad was amazing. His dad played, what, 10 years in the majors also? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. But, uh, anyhow. But, yeah, I'm looking forward care, to the game itself and then to the, uh, uh, the food, like I said, I think the 49ers, they've, they've, uh, this will be the second time they've played the, uh, Chiefs in the Super Bowl in the past, what, uh, five years? Yeah. So maybe they're looking for some revenge. Anyways, all right, that's all I got. Thanks, got Zach. It. We'll see you. By the way, Tom Brady was drafted by the Expos. 18th round of the 95 draft. He was the last active Expos draft pick to retire from a professional playing career. Interesting factoid there. Uh, 9303776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. What are you most looking forward to on Super Bowl Sunday? Just a heads up, it will have to be a short conversation because at 1230 we're going to be joined by Arkansas State Women's Golf Coach MJ Dabian Shaw for our Calmer Solutions A-State update. Very much looking forward to getting up to speed there. Uh, in the meantime, though, again, tomorrow is going to be signing day and uh, going to be interested to see what A-State football announces, or excuse me, who A-State football announces as part of their signing class. Now, again, there's four uh, four high school commits currently listed at astatenation.com, you know, set to join 20 that were already announced back in December. So you've got a couple of linebackers in Jordan Burris, out of Cookville, Tennessee, and Eric Moore Jr. out of Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Then you've got uh, a couple of linemen on the offensive th- offensive side of things. Uh, Riley McGee, who's an offensive tackle out of New Hope, Alabama. 
And then on the defensive side of things, uh, defensive end, Gideon Herbert, uh, who is a three-star out of Raven Gap in Georgia. But uh, I'm really looking forward to learning more about these transfers as well. Because while there are eight transfers currently listed at astatenation.com, I don't know if that's the, the set number. Is there another guy or two on campus that we are unaware of uh, that uh, joined this A-State roster in the off season and has been attending classes, has been attending workouts? But uh, looking at the eight that are currently listed, you've got, uh, of course, Malik Hornsby. Played quarterback last year at Texas State. Played quarterback at Arkansas. Back up uh, in both places, but he's making the switch to wide receiver for Arkansas State. Elsewhere on the offensive side of things, in terms of the portal, the Red Wolves picking up an offensive lineman, EJ and Doma Ogar. From Mizzou, and if I recall correctly, it's been a while since we've we've talked about that young man. If I recall correctly, he plays guard, which is ideal because that's the one spot on the offensive line where where the Red Wolves do need a plan because you've got to be able to place replace. You got one departure, that's it, on the offensive line in terms of your starters, Jalen Cunningham. So you got to have somebody be able to step in and fill that role because otherwise you're 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 probably pretty set. They're on the O-line. I mean, you can always bring in more. You can always foster competition. The The line can always improve. But right now, that's that's looking at a good spot. Several transfers on defense as well, and then a punter transfer uh, are listed at astatenation.com. But uh, heads up, in case you didn't already have several reasons to go to uh, the A-State men's basketball game tomorrow against JMU, uh, Butch Jones is going to be there, and he is going to be introducing his newcomers that are already on campus. So, you get to watch hoops, you get to eat $2 Convo Dogs, and you get to learn about some of the newest football Red Wolves as well. So, again, there's our, there's so much stuff going on tomorrow in regards to that A-State men's basketball game. A, a, a heads up or a, a, a note here and a hat tip to Coach Brian Hodson. He is actively trying to give away tickets to that game tomorrow. So, make sure you're following Coach Hodson on Twitter, and then he's got some information, a tweet there you can retweet, and you can tell him how many tickets you need. And again, just check in on his social media. We'll talk more about that uh, coming up later. But we need to step aside because when we come back here in this noon hour, brought to you by Dustin White Realty, we'll have our Calmer Solutions A State update with women's golf coach MJ Davy and Shaw right after this on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Good afternoon, I'm Kate Morgan from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. March corn at 439 and a half, down three and a quarter, with May down one and three quarters at 451 and a half. March soybeans at 1201, up four and three quarters, May up five at 1209 and three quarters. March wheat at 596, up five and three quarters, with May up five and a half at 604 and a half. March cotton at 8747, up 43, May up 35 at 8838. And March rice at 1848, up 17, with May up 20 at 1876. In the livestock complex, February live cattle at 182.65, up 293. April up 343 at 185.78. March feeder cattle at 245.75, up 301, with April up 250 at 250.75. And February lean hogs at 73.33, down 108. April down 101 at 81.20. That's your new farm market report, brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved.
When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart to stay local. Farmers and Merchants Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas's ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. There's no doubt about it. Being informed is key in the business of agriculture. You need the best return on your investment, and we're here to help. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson with the EAB Ag Network. Each and every weekday, we'll keep you informed with the latest news that affects our region and market prices as well. Stay tuned for reports on this EAB Ag Network radio station several times each weekday. The EAB Ag Network, keeping local farmers and ranchers in the know. The name Glenn Sang in our northeast Arkansas, South Missouri, everybody relates that to the car business. We've been in this business a long time, and our family's in it, our boys are in it, and our grandkids come along. Our philosophy is real simple. We have the best customers in the world. They come and do business with us when they can go anywhere in the world and spend their money. If something breaks, we handle it for them. You know, we want to see our kids and grandkids continue this thing, and it looks like that's going to happen. The family's important to us, and people in our communities, they know that. At Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas, we know that great vision matters, both on the field and in the stands. The glasses shop at Vision Care Center features expert stylists and a broad selection of styles and frames. Plus, Vision Care Center offers diagnosis, treatment, and care for an assortment of eye conditions. Your road to excellent vision starts at Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas. Call 870-932-2211 to schedule an appointment today at any of our Jonesboro, Paragould, or Pocahontas locations. The Exquisite Corpse. A very unusual and completely amazing story pieced together out of so many parts that it is not possible to describe them all here, so go ahead and just start reading. The full moon lights the silver rails winding around dark mountains and over steep gorges of jagged rock and one freezing cold rushing black mountain river. I wish there was enough time to describe all of the funny twists and turns, especially the elephant clown party, that led up to now, but there isn't enough time because there is a ticking clock and the two passengers we care most about don't know anything about it. In a sleeping berth in the third car from the end of the train are two children, 11-year-old twins who have just run away from the circus. The girl's name is Nancy, the boy's name is Joe. They have no idea that those are not their true names, though they will figure it out soon enough. To see what happens next, visit read.gov to read The Exquisite Corpse, a riveting adventure pieced together by John Sheska, Shannon Hale, Daniel Handler, and other popular authors. Explore new worlds. Read. This exciting message is brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a ton going on right now for A-State Athletics. That includes A-State Women's Golf, who's going to tee off on the spring portion of their schedule coming up on Monday. So I wanted to catch up with A-State women's golf coach MJ Davian Shaw for our Calmer Solutions A-State update. and She's with us on the phone. Coach, how are you today? I'm doing good. How about you? Hey, doing well. You and your squad been able to take advantage of uh, a couple of nice days here outside? Yes, finally. It's been, uh, it's been really nice to actually play on real grass instead of synthetic <laughs> and putt on some real grass also. <laughs> so... 
I mean, look, it's it's winter in Arkansas. It's like this every year. You're going to have to deal with at least one round of extreme cold and then at least one round of extreme wet. So what, what are you able to accomplish in those periods? You know, um, we were fortunate uh, right after the holidays to open our new facility downstairs at the athletic department, uh, which we put a simulator and a um, putting green. Um, using the old equipment room um, at ASU. And also we get to use the student activity center where um, the football team also practices. So those are two areas that we're very fortunate to have had um, a lot of practices when it's cold. So you said the a new facility then in terms of, so that just opened? Yes, we actually um, kind of finalized everything before the holidays and, uh, Two weeks after, well, the week after uh, New Year's, everything was kind of set up, and then we pretty much opened it up uh, as soon as the kids arrived at school. So, um, it, you know, and, and I think we put it to good use already. <laughs> you have uh, <laughs> you have had a couple of sunshiny days, though. So what is what has this week been like for your squad as you, as you get ready for, uh, for next week and in, in resuming action with the spring slate? That's right. Well, my assistant and I, um, a week and a half ago, right after the cold snap, we told the girls to be ready to play outside and and have our kind of mini inner squad tournament to determine who was going to be traveling this week. So we've been basically qualifying ever since we have been outside. Want to get caught up just on on what your squad did in the the fall portion of, of its schedule. You know, it's been since October since you've been out on the course uh, in, in terms of competition, but it looks like, what, five events that you all played in, in the fall? How would you size up that portion of your schedule overall? You know, um, we, uh, as a team, we have a lot of depth, which is uh, a coach's dream, I think. So um, that's one positive thing. And our, our our team average as a, you know, traveling and being at tournaments uh, ended up 200, it's 294. And so um, if you divide that by four scores, uh, we, you know, as a team, I think we have a really good average. Um, our top five players are averaging 74, um, you know, each round, which is uh, only two above par. So um, looking at our squad, I think it, it's because we're young, um, it's amazing to see these scores already. So the future is really, really bright. Talking with Coach MJ Davey and Shaw here, getting caught up on A-State women's golf in the, the fall portion of the schedule. Of course, uh, looking at some of the highlights from the fall slate, you you won the home event. You you, you got to win the home event, but uh, uh, always good to protect the one of the home courses out at Sage. Um, you know, it was it was such a great win, but it's a great win with good scoring. So that makes me even um, happier to be able to almost break uh, a team record. Um, you know, on your home turf yeah. uh, against some really good teams. So that that was the, that part was really exciting. And Sage Meadows was in good shape. Uh, the greens were rolling really nice. So um, it, it's always nice to play like that in front of your fans. You closed out the fall slate uh, with uh, the Diamante Invitational. You go out and you post the second lowest 54-hole total in, in program history. When when you're playing that well, do you try and find another tournament to schedule a couple weeks later? Uh, I know you really wish, and you know, during that time, one of the popular tournaments is Hawaii, but uh, I, I'm going to save that for next spring. I would rather take the team um, kind of a training training camp in Hawaii in, in March, and if you want to come, you're, you're welcome to fly out with us.
just let me know. I'm going to go ahead and put in a request off off of work and and just let them know and just <laughs> save me a seat on that plane. We'll see. We'll see what can happen there. Um, we need someone to keep up with the stats other than Mark Taylor. I have the last time I tried to keep up with golf stats was probably like playing putt putt 20 years ago on Parker <laughs> Road. So I don't know how much of an asset I would be, but I'll try my best. See, we need to get you out at a golf tournament, and you you would learn a lot. Uh, yes, I would, because I would be starting from almost scratch. So there's <laughs> there's no doubt there. <laughs> uh, looking and flashing back to October, I do want to point out, you know, you had you had Elise Schultz in competition um, in in that event. She she didn't start the season with you due to to coming back from injury, but she kind of looked like she was in mid-season form, at least score-wise there. I know, and, you know, we we really kind of use her as an example with the rest of the team. Um, You know, knowing that you can only go putt and you can only work on your short game for those three months during the fall, which, you know, as a golfer, um, that hurts. Yeah. And so she did just that, and then when she had a chance to start playing again, I think she was so hungry to to play well and she's obviously so talented that uh everything came together at Diamante for her and and um course knowledge was definitely uh good for her because this was her fourth year playing it mm-hmm. um but you know Elise is, is such a wonderful wonderful player and very accomplished that I wish that she would have been in our top five but uh this was kind of getting her feet wet and kind of seeing what competition looks like again after five months off yeah Looking at, you know, off-season news for your team. I feel like the last time we spoke with you, like, you had news, but it was news you couldn't talk about publicly. Uh, and then uh, in, in November, you all go out and you sign local standout Caroline Hughes. Pretty cool news there to keep a, a Jonesboro girl at home. It, I know. And, you know, it, it's uh, recruiting is tough because we we see Caroline at, at uh, the country club quite often and you know, yeah, you have prior um, knowledge and, and you know her already, but really you have to kind of respect the rules because she's being recruited by other coaches and you don't want to take too much advantage of the situation. But uh, when it was time to sign her, I, I couldn't be happier to have a hometown um, star come into ASU. So is that, uh, is, is that the only signing you're going to have for this class or will you be adding to it as well? You know, um, we're only losing one and gaining one. Okay. Um, and that will make our roster uh, at nine. And nine's a good number. Um, you know, and I, and I know sometimes I think, well, what's one more? What's one more? Well, one more player is, is, uh, is quite a bit. And I think nine is just a really good roster. So, obviously, right now, the conversations, one of the main conversations around around college athletics period is, is the transfer portal. But, but if I'm... If if I recall correctly, women's golf was was already a sport where players could transfer in and be eligible. So has that impacted your sport significantly over the past couple of years? You know, not for for me personally in in ASU and our team, it hasn't. Um, you know, I'm fortunate that players want to stay, which uh, I, I'm excited about that. Um, I, I'm I assume at some point someone will want to get into the portal and. Um, my, my coach, um, in college always said when I started my, my coaching career, she said, you know, not everybody's going to come here, MJ. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it always struck me that, yeah, when you sign with the school, you want them to stay. I want to see them graduate. I want to see them, uh, become a better, 
golfer and obviously walk out of here with a uh, with a uh, diploma. But um, you know, you never know what what uh, can change someone's mind once they start college. And you know, but I have been knock on wood, I've been pretty fortunate. Talking here for a few more minutes with Arkansas State women's golf coach MJ Damian Shaw. Uh, her team returns to action coming up Monday at the Atlantic. What uh, what are you trying to accomplish in in this first event back, other than some low scores and a win? You know, I think the biggest thing for this tournament is uh, get back into competition mode. Even though we've had a little bit here at home and the inner squad. And uh, getting to play, you know, six good days of golf. We're, we're going to leave a, um, a few days early so we can practice. Um, and, um, you know, just get everybody everybody ready. We're taking six players, and uh, I wish I could take the whole team. Um, but we're traveling with six and, and hoping to, um, you know, get, get ready right away. You'll have uh, a couple of months, of course, after the spring slate starts up to build towards the Sunbelt Championship. But but how is the competition looking this year in, in the league, Coach? You know, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be awesome to go compete. It's going to be a strong uh, level of competition. I'm excited. I know my our players are excited. Um, and, but you never know. You know, you can go to conference um, and put three good rounds in a row and, and walk out of there with a big win, and that's really our goal. Well, we hope for a big win for you next week in the Atlantic Invitational as well. And, and safe travels, Coach. Thank you for the time today. Thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you, Coach. We'll see you soon. Again, that's Arkansas State women's golf coach MJ Dabian Shaw. Hawaii next spring, huh? <laughs> that's, that can that that sounds like a nice trip. Uh, but uh, more closer in the future, Red Wolves about to head out of town and head to Lake Worth, Florida. That is where the Atlantic Invitational will be. So A-State in competition uh, Monday and Tuesday of next week. But uh, again, coming off some good play in the fall. And this is a, a team that's going to be starting out the spring portion of its slate a little bit healthier than they started out the fall slate. So I'm looking forward to see, seeing what A-State Women's Golf is going to be able to accomplish this spring. Uh, our chats with these A-State coaches, including Coach MJ Shaw, part of our Calmer Solutions A-State update. And, of course, Calmer Solutions provides IT services for the modern workforce and the technology and expertise to help you succeed. We need to step aside for a break. We'll come back and uh, wrap up this noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. After a 4-13 and season, the Washington Commanders cleaned house this offseason, and normally when a team experiences seven straight non-winning seasons, the team tends to look for a veteran football mind to right the ship. But with new ownership now in Washington, the Commanders decided to do things differently. Coming from a basketball-focused ownership group with Josh Harris and Magic Johnson, the team opted to bring in former Golden State General Manager Bob Myers to help in the search for a new head coach. And according to recent 
reports, that might have scared off some potential new hires like the Lions' Ben Johnson. But we need to give Washington some time. There is no one way to win in professional sports. The Lakers won a title under former sports agent Rob Polinka, and the Knicks have built a strong contender in the East under former NBA agent Leon Rose. So while Washington's approach is certainly a new one, we need to give the group time before we start to criticize their decision-making process. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Well, guys, it's time to talk about your meat problem. It can be uncomfortable, but it's necessary. Do you realize that 85% of the grass-fed beef sold in the United States is imported from overseas? Now, if you're buying from the store, you're most likely eating low-quality, overpriced beef that lacks rich flavor. But good ranchers coming to the rescue. They're the protein prescription to cure your meat problem. Good ranchers sources 100% American meat, and seafood from local farms and ranches and delivers right to your door. It is the source for American meat and steakhouse quality. Bone-in ribeyes, porterhouse pork chops, everything they sell is aged, trimmed, packaged to make your life easy. You'll love it. They're great new partners of ours, so stop shopping at the grocery store. Get total transparency. Use the promo code PATRICK for $20 off free express shipping today. That's GoodRanchers.com and tell them we sent you. Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State. And with over 45 years experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com. East Arkansas Broadcasters, locally owned, locally operated, and locally focused. And just like NEA Baptist, East Arkansas Broadcasters cares about our community. The Community Health Education Foundation presents Diamonds and Pearls Red Dress Gala February the 24th. The Red Dress Gala raises awareness for cardiovascular disease. For tickets or table reservations, call 870-931-4044. That's what's coming up with East Arkansas Broadcasters and NEA Baptist. Healthcare for the next century. Matthew. Huh? Oh. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Open phone lines here. 
Welcome to Tail End of This Noon Hour, brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, you can trust the experts at Dustin White Realty for personalized service, and your home may be worth more than you think. And you can visit arhomevalue.com to find out more. Your dream home awaits at Dustin White Realty. Uh, 870-9303-776, the number to call. What are you most looking forward to on Super Bowl Sunday? Is it, you know, the football itself? Uh, the commercials, the food, the halftime show, some other part of the spectacle that goes with it? We'll let you think about it for just a moment. Uh, when we come back in the 1 o'clock hour, still a lot to get to. And a big thank you to A-State women's golf coach MJ Debian Shaw for joining us in the previous segment. But uh, coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, we're actually going to start the hour with some A-State men's basketball talk. Just a couple of clips I want to share with you from James Madison, head coach. Mark Byington coming up in that next segment at 1. Uh, because, of course, he was talking about the Red Wolves in his weekly press conference. And so I wanted to share some of those comments, but just uh, cannot stress how big a, of a game this is tomorrow. And we'll have all of that promotional information for you as well. Also coming up uh, in the next hour, one thirty, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, will be with us in studio. So looking forward to that conversation as well. Uh, with the Super Bowl, though, as we... Circle back around to our KavanaughCars.com question. Do any of you out there, do you, do you watch the commercial, like, spoilers? Because while a lot of commercials will uh, air for the first time on Sunday, some of these different companies go ahead and put out, I guess, spoilers or whatever for the ads that they're going to be running on Super Bowl Sunday. And I guess why not? You know, the more eyeballs you can get on your product, why, why, why not? Uh, but uh, if you were curious about how much it might cost to advertise your business on Super Bowl Sunday, it is just, uh, well, it's it's the low, low price of $7 million for a 30-second ad spot. That's a seven with a comma, with three zeros with a comma, Followed by three more zeros for 30 seconds. Quick plug, if you were interested in advertising on the ticket, uh, we can cut you, we can cut you some better deals than that. All right. Now we are also not going to reach as many listeners, viewers, what have you, people as they do on Super Bowl Sunday. But you know, we, we, we got some good deals. We got some good deals. Uh, it's kind of crazy just how expensive those ads are, but. You know, you look around, and and while I still think we do we do a great job of reaching people here on 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 radio and on the ticket, the way people consume their media is just wildly different than it was even a decade ago. You've got a lot more people that that don't do cable anymore, and they do streaming services only. Well, then, okay, which streaming service? I no longer subscribe to to Netflix, but for some people, that's mandatory. Some of you have Hulu, some of you have Amazon, some of you have Mac, some of you have Paramount Plus. And so, so you know, some people listen to the radio, some people listen to podcasts, different apps. So you're, there's just no one way to reach people anymore as well as you can on Super Bowl Sunday. Because we all 
still sit down as a nation and, and watch that game. Not everybody does, but more people will gather around a TV on Super Bowl Sunday for that specific event than any other event of the year. So it's a huge draw for advertisers, and that's why those ads are still $7 million. Some of the ads that we're going to see coming up on Sunday. Uh, a cat meowing for Hellman's Mayonnaise. Peyton Manning chucking Bud Lights to patrons at a bar. Chris Jenner stacking Oreo cookies. And again, you can get a sneak peek of some of those ads already, including a Anheuser-Busch ad with uh, some Clydesdales in it. Those those are my favorites. I'm a, I'm a sucker for the nostalgia. So if you're going to put like a horse and a dog in an advertisement, I'm I'm going to be on board <laughs> without without a doubt. But it's always interesting every year to see what companies take the most advantage of all of the buzz around Super Bowl Sunday and put out really uh, funny or interesting advertisements and who plays it safe and kind of delivers duds that are boring. I know for sure if I was going to spend $7 million on something, I would make like the most wild and crazy and memorable ad ever, ever known to man. Uh, That being said, looking at our poll real quick here. Most of you, at least at this point, the thing you're looking forward to the most is... The actual game, 55%. I'm not necessarily surprised uh, by that number. It's it's changed a little bit as the votes have came in. But pretty cool that a lot of you do plan on watching what is expected to be a pretty good game. I'm kind of have I man, I'm kind of in, in a little bit of column one and a little bit of column two in terms of, of the game itself and the food. I just feel like the food is such a big part of it. On Super Bowl Sunday. And there's not necessarily one mandatory Super Bowl menu. But whether you're going with wings or burgers or pizza or a liquid diet. There's just several different ways that you can make uh, a Super Bowl menu really spectacular. Just make sure there's some cheese dip, preferably Rotel, and, and you'll be all set. Again, coming up in hour two of the program, we will start the one o'clock hour. Getting you uh, ready. Not completely ready because we still got to talk about this game tomorrow too. But getting you a little bit more ready for Arkansas State's key matchup against James Madison. Tomorrow at First National Bank Arena. And then also at 1.30 we'll have that chat with voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. As he will join us in studio. I did just notice here on this poll question, not a single one of you have voted for the halftime show. It's not a lot of not a lot of Usher fans, I guess. Thought maybe there might be a couple out there, one or two people that would answer with that. Usually, we at least get a misclick or something, so you get a vote in every category. But <laughs> but uh, but not yet, not at this point. We'll see how that poll changes between now and the end of the show, and see if there have been any responses. Like that before it's uh, before it's all said and done. But uh, that wraps up this noon hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Again, so much more to come uh, when we come back from break. But uh, leave it here. We'll step aside for, I guess, uh, our halftime here on the Workday Red Zone. Come back with another hour of the show on the Ticket Radio Network. Keep it here with us.
This is Will Oswald with your Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. For the second time this season, Arkansas State's Izzy Higginbottom has been named the Women's Sunbelt Conference Basketball Player of the Week after a big week and wins over South Alabama and Old Dominion, averaging 34 points, 5 assists, 2 rebounds, and 2 steals, shooting 57% from the field and 33 of 34 from the free throw line. The Red Bulls start a four-game road trip tomorrow night in Atlanta against the Georgia State Panthers. Big night for A-State men's basketball tomorrow as they host powerhouse James Madison at First National Bank Arena. You can get two upper-level seats for that game for only $7. They'll have $2 hot dogs tomorrow. You can get more information at astateredwolves.com. The Memphis Grizzlies try to break a five-game losing streak tonight as they take on Jalen Brunson and the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Tip-off from the Bay Apple at 6.30. The pregame coverage begins at 6 o'clock here on the Ticket Radio Network. Bringing you the best deal on tires since 1963. That's Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. The clock is ticking. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And if you want to stay out of the doghouse, Posey Peddler has got your back. Don't be a last-minute Cupid. Head over to PoseyPeddler.com right now and explore their stunning collection of Valentine's Day arrangements. Whether it's roses that speak the language of love or a custom bouquet that says it all, Posey Peddler has the perfect bloom for your special someone. Worried about making the right choice? No problem. Posey Peddler's experts are here to help. Just stop by their location at 135 South Southwest Drive in Jonesboro, or give them a call. Let their skilled florist guide you to the arrangement that will sweep your special someone off their feet. This Valentine's Day, do it right with Posey Peddler. They're not just selling flowers, they're crafting moments that will be remembered forever. Time is running out, so don't wait. Order online at PoseyPeddler.com or visit them at 135 Southwest Drive in Jonesboro. Let Posey Peddler be your Cupid, making this Valentine's Day unforgettable. Posey Peddler, where love blossoms beautifully. This is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. Is your HVAC system ready for fall and winter? Find out today with the Moore Super Checkup. Prevent unexpected breakdowns while extending the life of your system. Whether you need a heating or cooling inspection, we cover it all for just $55 for 55 years serving you. Call Moore Air Conditioning today, 870-260-7030. Or visit us at mooreac.com. Don't settle for less. You deserve more than Central dealerships are committed to making a difference in our community. In Arkansas, 15.5% of the population faces food insecurity. Join the fight against hunger by supporting the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas. Your generosity can help provide meals for families in need. Whether it's a non-perishable food item or monetary donation, your support can make a difference. Join the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas and the Central dealerships in making an impact on the lives of our neighbors. Together, we can truly nourish our community. Central dealerships home of meter beat pricing. The A-State men's basketball team is home Wednesday night for a huge sum-up battle with James Madison. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock, and you can get two upper-level tickets for just $7. Go to the First National Bank Arena ticket office and get your tickets in person, or call 870-972-2781 and have them sent to your phone. Go by the arena ticket office up till tip-off, or call 870-972-2781 and get two tickets for just $7 to cheer on the Red Wolves Wednesday at 7 against James Madison. We'll see you there with your Wolves up for A-State men's basketball. 
The human body is capable of amazing feats of strength, speed, and endurance. We push ourselves to perform at work with our hobbies or even activities around the house. Sometimes we push it too far. When you're not 100%, trust the Orthodox at NEA Baptist. Treating athletic injuries, reconstruction of hips, knees, and shoulders, and even nagging effects of arthritis, you'll get back in the game and back to peak performance with the Orthodox at NEA Baptist. Call 936-8000 to schedule your appointment with the Orthodox. This is KNEA K237FI. 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon The Ticket Radio Network Half time's over and we're getting back to work Hour 2 of the Workday Red Zone begins now Here's Kara Ritchie On the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for sticking around with us for hour number two of today's program on the Ticket Radio Network. Coming up this hour at 1.30, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz is going to hang out with us in studio. But uh, prior to that, uh, we're going to talk some A-State hoops with you here in just a moment. Uh, one, two, throw back out the CavanaughCars.com question. What are you most looking forward to on Super Bowl Sunday? Is it, you know, the game? Or is it the commercials or the food or the halftime show? Or some other part of the spectacle. That is the KavanaughCars.com question. The phone lines are open at 870-930-3776. Again, just, I, I cannot stress how big tomorrow is for, for A-State men's basketball. Um, obviously, look, hat tip to A-State Athletics. They're certainly going all out with, with all of the different promotions that are going on for this game. Um, you, you cannot find a better entertainment value in Northeast Arkansas than, than what they're going to be doing tomorrow. Uh, it's a pair of upper-level tickets for $7, and then $2 combo dock. So if you want to take the family, you can get four tickets and four hot dogs for, why am I trying to do math live? So that's $22 to get four tickets and four hot dogs. That's, that is cheap. Cheap, cheap. So I'm again. I'm I'm very excited. Maybe maybe more excited about the convo dogs than the tickets. But <laughs> but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good time to get your pair of tickets for seven dollars. I would recommend calling the A State box office and getting those sent to your phone because if you buy things online, like look any place you buy a ticket online now is is usually handled by Ticketmaster and they charge fees. But if you call on the phone. And get them sent to your phone. You're not going to have to deal with that. So the number to the A-State box office has not changed since I have worked in radio. It's, of course, now you dial the area code 870-972-ASU-1. 972-2781. So that is, uh, that's pretty cool. In terms of what's going to be going on at the game, again, $2 hot dogs, which is which is great. At halftime, A-State head football coach Butch Jones is going to introduce the 2024 mid-year signees. Again, tomorrow is signing day and also during intermission. 
There's going to have a, uh, a fan's going to have a chance to win up to $500, courtesy of Signature Bank. And I'm also interested to see, I'm interested to see what the, the KAs are going to do tomorrow. They have been designated in the student section, the game's leaders of the pack. So I want to see how the KAs bring it tomorrow. That should be uh, pretty fun. And then Centennial Bank is going to be awarding a $500 cash prize to the loudest student organization at the game. So, again, there's just a lot going on. Uh, Coach Brian Hodson has been giving out tickets on his social media as well. He started this morning with 120 tickets to give out. And all you have to do, find his post on social media. He's at Coach B. Hodson on Twitter. All you got to do is retweet his post. Tell him how many tickets you need and tag three or more friends to come with you to the game on Wednesday. So pretty good stuff there from Coach Hodson that he's going to be buying these tickets. Has already bought these tickets and then now trying to get them distributed. Out in the community. I've seen a lot of uh, additional student athletes. Who have mentioned they're going to be out there supporting. A-State men's basketball. Lots of. uh, A lot of football players have said hey we're going to be there. So I'm just hoping it's a good crowd. And look here's here's why it, it, it needs to be. You know JMU isn't ranked anymore. But they had an incredible start to the season. And for a big chunk of the year. They were leading the league in both overall and Sunbelt standings. Now, they're still the best team by overall record in the league. They're still the best team by Ken Palm ranking in the league. They're still the best team by net ranking in the league. And they're 20-3. This is a really good team that is coming to First National Bank Arena tomorrow. Now, you want to see A-State play well, but look, we want to see this team win, right? The win would keep, a win, would keep A-State in the conversation for a top four seed, which is what everybody wants because you get a buy into the quarterfinals in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. And of course, it would also help the Red Wolves to a good start on what is about to be a tough stretch for this team. You look at what is coming up for A-State men's basketball. You've got uh, this one on Wednesday and then on Saturday. Ohio will be in town for the the second part of that MAC SBC challenge. And then following that, two out of the next three games will be against the Troy Trojans. One of those at Troy, one in Jonesboro versus Troy. Troy's really good. Troy's really good this year. So again, you want to get started tomorrow. A-State needs to get started tomorrow on playing some really good basketball to get ready for this top stretch. And I say start playing good basketball. They played good basketball at home last week. So let me say, let me rephrase that to continue. A-State needs to continue playing good basketball tomorrow night uh, with this tough stretch that is coming up. We'll look at the Dukes in a lot more detail coming up tomorrow. But but look, quick notes on, on where they're at statistically. I mean, they're good in a lot of different aspects. You had probably figured that out already. Uh, since they have that 20-3 and overall record. But what kind of impresses me is is just when you look at their rankings, it's not that it's necessarily one thing 
that they do really well? No, 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 no. They do a lot of things really well. And that's what's going to make them a dangerous team tomorrow. They lead the Sun Belt in scoring. They lead the Sun Belt in field goal percentage. They are second in the Sun Belt in defensive points per game allowed. They are second in the Sun Belt in field goal percentage defense. So, I mean, that's tough. That's tough, right? Now, one thing that I always look at, in fact, the very first stat I always look at is is three-point percentage defense for the opposition because, of course, we know that that is... Uh, A-State likes to, likes to fire those threes, and why not? The Red Wolves, by the way, are shooting 40.8% from three at home. That's not good. That's not great. That is elite. If you shoot 40.8% from three across the course of a season, that makes you the best team in college basketball. And that's how A-State shoots at home. What's interesting about James Madison is they're ranked third in the Sun Belt in three-point percentage defense, but they've only played one out of the top four shooting teams in the belt. Now, that was the Raging Cajuns. They did do a good job against them uh, in terms of three-point defense and actually handed them a, a home loss, which is really rare. But they haven't been you know, necessarily, I, I wouldn't say they've been super tested. In terms of teams that just launch threes at the volume that Arkansas State does. And you know what? I don't even know why I'm explaining this to you. Because there's actually uh, got a couple of clips here from James Madison head coach Mark Byington. And he actually talks a little bit more about uh, about A-State's three-point shooting attack. And a few other comments that we'll share with you here. But I uh, want to start with, with kind of where he started. Uh, he was speaking with the media yesterday, had some interesting comments. Not going to just bombard you with audio, but since he did talk about A-State a couple times, I thought we would share some of those comments with you. But we'll start with Coach Byington's opening statement here as he talked about the week that the Dukes just had and, and what's coming up this week as they uh, face A-State and also uh, get ready to play in the second part of that MAC Challenge as well. Yeah, it was a, it was a good week last week. Um, you know, we were at home and... and you know, dealt with different things. We we played a great forty minutes on Thursday. On Saturday, um, was a tumultuous like struggle first half, and things we couldn't have predicted. Um, but we hung in there and we settled in and we played a great second half um, against Old Dominion. So you keep learning along the way and keep figuring things out. And um, you know, we had some guys play really well last week and. And we, we hope that continue. We, we hope we got to strengthen numbers and, and our depth and, and different guys step up at different times because we know we're going to need them along the way. Um, this is a really tough week, extremely tough week. Um, Arkansas State has won. They're 5-1 and one at home in league games. And if you look at their league losses, I think one of them was by six, one was by one, two was by three, and one of those overtime games – so I mean, right now they're they're six and five in league play. It could easily be nine and two. Um, so they're really good, especially at home, and we got a challenge for them. And and then um, you know after that we got we got the MAC challenge on Saturday against against the best team in that league. So uh, one at a time. Um, all eyes on Arkansas State right now, and the one challenge that is, and then we'll deal with the other part when we get back. Continuing here with comments from James Madison, Headman's basketball coach Mark Byington. He was asked a couple different times about uh, what stands out about uh, the the Red Wolves and just how different maybe this team is with with Brian Hodson at the helm. Now, these teams didn't meet last year, but 
uh, mentioned that he had watched some some film on A State and just uh, what they're doing this is this year versus uh, previous years. Yeah, they're different. Um, you know, the coach has done a good job of implementing his style. Um, they shoot threes everywhere, um, all over the court. Um, it's very similar if you're watching Alabama the last couple of years, and that's where the coach came from. They he's brought in good players who can shoot. Um, they got the point guard who reminds me of Jalen Brunson. Caleb Fields is 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 tough. I mean, he is as tough as they get, and one of the best guards in the league. And he's way up there. Might be the best. He's really, really good. Um, assists, scoring, leadership, toughness. He does it all and finds his other guys, and everything's led to him. Ball's in his hands for about 36 minutes of the game. And, um, you know, they, they give you different challenges than we faced all year. Um, we haven't faced a team like this yet. Talking about, you know, not facing a team like A-State yet, what then is James Madison going to have to do to – adjust defensively because again that's that's an aspect where, where they've really shined this season oh uh, i ask them all to play defense <laughs> and you know hopefully they oblige to that um this is a challenge because sometimes you play a team and there are certain guys you can help off of and when you're trying to guard a good point guard and, and what you're going to do this is a team that you know you can't really find an offensive weakness of, of some guys um, all of them are threats on offense uh, their big kid Isaiah Nelson is a lob threat, um, you know, and and does a great job blocking shots on the other end of the court. Um, so everywhere on the court, there's a threat, and you got to figure out, you know, how to do your best you can. And and sometimes, you know, good defense are still going to score against it. Um, yeah, they got that, that good of players on 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 that side. One of the things that's really impressive about this James Madison team is how well they've played on the road it gets your attention i mean they're they're great at home they're they're 10 and 1 at home or 11 and 1 if you count their non-d1 game but but then they're 7 and 2 on the road as well so so clearly uh they're they're going to be comfortable even if they're not in their home gym and coach byington talks about uh, the success they've had away from uh james madison so far this year i think if you look at our history here we've been good on the road um you know, it's not just this team. Last year's team was really good on the road, and I think we might have had one of the best, um, you know, road records in the history of the program. So this team's continued on that. When you go on the road, it is different. And, you know, we faced some tough challenges, um, you know, starting off Michigan State, and then Kent State had like a, a win streak of two years. And and then we get on to Louisiana. I think they won 19 or 20 straight. And Southern Miss won 19 out of 20, and then they, they beat us and – um, so we haven't had easy road places, and uh, we got another one on Wednesday. I mean, Arkansas State is is they're a different team at home. Um, they're they're one of the best teams in the league. I, I just mentioned their record and some close losses earlier, but at home they're definitely one of the best teams in the league. So um, you know, here we are again, and, and and we better play really good. I think our guys could focus in and on the road sometimes. But uh, if you don't play really good on the road you know, at a high level and, and do cer- certain things well, take care of the ball, rebound, play defense. If you don't do those, you don't have a chance. And if we do those things, we got a chance. 7 o'clock tomorrow at First National Bank Arena, Arkansas State, hosting James Madison. That audio with Duke's head coach, Mark Byington, courtesy of the James Madison Athletics page on Facebook. And uh, I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to this. This is, again, just such, such a big game. 
870-930-3776, the number to call if you want to talk about it with us. And D-Money's on the phone. How are you? Doing well. How are you today, Carol? Doing well. Thank you for the phone call. So, is the league have a chance this year to get more than one team into the tournament? No. So basically, it's you got to win the tournament, the Sun Belt tournament, to get in the NCAA tournament. Correct. James Madison started the season really strong, and they've never played poorly, but they had a loss. They they've had three losses. Two have been to to App State, who just has their number. Uh, yeah. And then the other one is is was against Southern Miss, and the loss to Southern Miss probably knocked him out of the at large conversation. Hmm. I just I've never understood why they only get one team in. It's a pretty strong basketball league. No, it's actually you don't think no, no. Okay. You know it, it. It you know the league. This is. It's it's not okay. Let me rephrase this. It's not a terrible league by any stretch of the imagination. But in terms of but the, you got a couple of things going on at, at the same time. One, you know, the Sun Belt it, following COVID, even a little bit before that, has not done a great job of scheduling really strongly, and that's also a lot easier said than done in basketball because the cost of buy games are so 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 cheap. That you know these these high resource programs are never ever ever leaving their own gym. So you've got the option as a Sun Belt team to play all of your games on the road to build up your strength of, of, of schedule, or you can play at home and play teams that are never going to help you out in terms of your net or RPI rankings. So you're kind of darned if you do and darned if you don't. So you got that going on. You've got the fact also that the NCAA at large bubble just continues to shrink in terms of mid major schools. Uh, you'll see schools that that finish. There will be a a mid major team this year that has three losses on the whole season. That has a net ranking in the in in the upper thirties, and they're going to be left out sitting at home. And you can't do anything uh, about that. So, well, go ahead. I, I just I think it's ridiculous. Um, it, it, to me, yeah, like I said, I, I think it's I think it's a good league. I don't think it's a great league by any stretch, but. You know, for, for the Sun Belt is now, you know, football wise, and I think overall wise, a pretty respectable conference. Sure. And the fact that they get the shift in basketball, which is it's funny to me, that is basketball is really one of the most inclusive championships that is set up by the NCAA. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's a huge tournament. So it just, to me, it, it's always befuddled me how they only get one team in. I think it's just, it's a very odd, very odd optics. The last time the Sun Belt had an at-large team was in 2013. It was Middle wow. Tennessee, and that was a team that went 26-4 and in the regular season. And then they suffered a another loss. Uh, in the final or semifinal of the Sun Belt tournament, so they finished finished the year before NCAA play twenty eight and five, and there was significant significant concern that they were not going to get into the NCAA tournament with a twenty eight and five record because of losing in the conference championship. So yeah. so again, you've just got kind of a, a lot of different factors going on. The Sun Belt's priority right now, in my opinion, um, is as much as it would be amazing to get multiple bids again in this league the the priority right now needs to be maximizing the seed that you do get 
because you're going to have a lot more opportunities to get a win if you can get a 12 or a 13 seed. You're going to get a much more favorable matchup than if you're out there on the 15 or 16 line. And I just have to say, your question of the day today is quite a daunting task. <laughs> All right. What's, uh, what are you most looking forward to this, uh, this Super Bowl Sunday, D-Money? Well, well you see, this is, this is why I'm saying this is a daunting task. To have to pick one, it's really not fair because, to me, the Super Bowl is an event. Yeah. It's an experience. So having to pick one thing in particular is very difficult because, like I said, I mean, it, it's the whole kid and caboodle. It's the cornucopia of entertainment, athletics, food, just the whole shooting match. So to pick one, very difficult. I got faith in you, though. You can do it. Which one is it? Well, I'm fat, so let's go food. All right. I'm leaning that direction myself, so so no judgment. I just, you know, hopefully, I think it will be a good game. And, and I know this is going to sound odd coming from me because I ref. I just hope the referees don't get too involved in the game and just let them play. You know, don't don't drop a mysterious flag at a key time. I, I just think that that's that's becoming a real. How can I say this politely? A real blight on the sport. Let's just say that. Conspiracy theory. The NFL does it on purpose, so we talk about these games forever and ever. Exactly. Exactly. I, I just I've seen too many things that are just I mean, come that is just so blatant and so awful. And you know, these guys are the best officials supposedly on the planet. And there's eight of them. I mean, I work we work five man crews in high school. Now granted it's not the speed or the level obviously of the NFL especially, you know, a Super Bowl. But these guys are supposed to be the best, and they've got five gajillion angles that they can use with cameras and everything, and they still flub up calls? Yeah. Uh, come on now. We'll hope for the best, I, D-Money. Let's be optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that they could do better is make it Super Bowl Saturday instead of Super Bowl Sunday. Just because everybody's got, I mean, I don't have small children anymore. Mine are grown. But that was always my biggest gripe. Kids got to go to school the next day. You can only really watch the first half. That's that's always been my, my biggest gripe. Is make it on a Saturday so everybody can at least have a recovery day. Because let me tell you, probably the vast majority of adults that do uh, watch the ball game need a recovery day, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm fine with it being on Sunday. Personally, if you want to tweak it, bump it up an hour. Yeah, I'd say make it make it a three o'clock start. Okay, because it's a you figure it's a four hour game, so you figure by seven o'clock it's done. You can wa- you can actually watch the the, the post game stuff with you know and actually see some of it, and you can put your kids to sleep and do the noble thing. I still like the idea of Saturday better for the recovery day, but that's just me. Well. We will agree to disagree on this, but uh, on board with your, your food answer, though. D-Money, we appreciate the phone call today. Hey, have a great day. Hey, you too. We are I'm so bad at time management. We're going to have to take a couple breaks almost back-to-back. But uh, let's step aside for one of those, and uh, we'll be back here in a moment here on The Ticket.
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how do I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Attention, members and guests. Your go-to destination for flavor, fun, and good times is Salsa's Grill. And when making your Valentine's Day plans, there's no better place to take your sweetheart than Salsa's. With Valentine's specials and happy hour all day long. Salsa's is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner and open until 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 1030 Friday and Saturday. So whether it's Valentine's Day or just a nice meal out with family and friends, head to Salsa's Grill, 2240 South Caraway in Jonesboro. At Dirksen Hospice, we understand that every moment matters. In your time of need, we're here to provide support for you and your loved ones. Our dedicated team is committed to creating a caring and personal experience tailored to your unique needs all around Northeast Arkansas. My family and I are forever grateful for the warmth and care Dirksen hospice provided during our difficult time the team felt like an extension of our family always there with a comforting presence to learn more about our compassionate care find us on facebook dirksen hospice because you and your loved ones deserve the very best Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. Tech troubles can drive you up the wall. You break I fix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard is here to help. Cracked phone screen? Don't worry. You break I fix is your one-stop solution for all things tech. We specialize in fixing broken phone screens and more. Laptop won't work? Don't toss it out. Bring it to You Break I Fix where our tech experts will have it running like new in no time. Gaming system acting up? No need to pause your gaming adventures. Trust You Break I Fix to get your gaming system repaired quickly and affordably. Visit You Break I Fix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard today and let us fix it all. You Break I Fix where we make your tech headaches disappear. Experience meets innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. We love watching A-State crash the boards during basketball season. But getting into a crash while on the road is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for miss details collision repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast get your vehicle fixed right the first time call collision repair at 935-9482 braxton was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma a brain tumor st jude is helping us put away our fears we have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for braxton he has the best chance I don't have to worry that how much is that bag of fluid going to cost me? Can I afford it to save my child's life? The donations, they're paying for me to live every day with my son, be stress-free, and enjoy every day with him. I wish there was a word bigger than thank you, more close to the heart, because thank you is not enough. They've given me hope. 
they've given me my son. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone, an extremely short segment here. Because uh, when we come back, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, is going to be in studio with us. And I keep messing with the break, so he's going to show up early for this one. Last week he was late. Completely my fault. What do you do? Uh, before we go right back into another commercial, do want to throw back out the CavanaughCars.com question. What are you most looking forward to on Super Bowl Sunday? Right now, 51% of you. Say, the actual game. You're excited about these two teams that are going to be squaring off in Vegas. But uh, look, my, my heart is with all of you today who are voting on food. Uh, that's 28% of you, 15% saying the commercials, 5% saying the halftime show. Obviously, when we come back, we'll check that poll uh, one more time before we wrap up today's program. But let's step aside, because when we come back, time for a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, right after this, here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. My name is Khadija Watson. I've worked at Hydro for seven years. I'm the process specialist over the paint booth. The people are amazing to work with. I would love to retire with them. I've been here for seven years now. Not one day do I not come in here without a smile on my face. For over 75 years, Hytrol has created relationships and material handling technology that move the world. You can find out more at Hytrol.com. It's time for the big game, and you can count on Mr. T's to have what you need for your big game get-together. Stock up on everything you need with the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross the Kalua colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside, or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's, open 365 days a year. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. The A-State men's basketball team is home Wednesday night for a huge sum-up battle with James Madison. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock, and you can get two upper-level tickets for just $7. Go to the First National Bank Arena ticket office and get your tickets in person, or call 870-972-2781 and have them sent to your phone. Go by the arena ticket office up till tip-off, or call 870-972-2781 and get two tickets for just $7 to cheer on the Red Wolves Wednesday at 7 against James Madison. We'll see you there with your Wolves up for A-State men's basketball. My son Ian was diagnosed with a brain tumor at the age of 16 months. The outlook was pretty rough. I mean, it was, you know, we had no hope until St. Jude rescued us. I mean, they saved him. To this date, you know, we are 12 years into this journey, and uh, from day one, we've never once seen a bill. It gave us the peace of mind to know that we're there with our son, and we're going to beat cancer together. Now, he is doing really, really well. He's alive because of what St. Jude has done. He's here because of the doctors who came before, their blood, their sweat, their tears, the knowledge accumulated and shared you know, with everyone else around the world. This is how we get rid of this, how we help kids beat cancer all over. It's the future. 
Together, we will make cures possible for every child everywhere. Learn more at stjude.org. In January of 2017, I was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And within 24 hours of that diagnosis, uh, we found ourselves here in Memphis at St. Jude. They knew what they were doing. They knew how they were going to treat her. They laid out this elaborate plan. We didn't know what the future was or if there even was a future. But with St. Jude, there was. Not that long ago, the survival rate was 4%. 4%. But through the work and research that St. Jude does, that's now 94%. And you know how that got done? It's through donations, by people getting behind this mission that no child dies in the dawn of life. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Howdy, I'm Aaron Tippett. I've been blessed to be able to make a living at what I love, making music for more than 25 years. But it didn't get there overnight. There were a lot of long days and nights of working just to make ends meet. Good things in life don't always come easy, but when you sweat for what you want, it makes it even sweeter when you get it. So remember to work hard, and when the opportunities present themselves, you got to be ready to grab them. This message is brought to you by the United States Air Force. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan still with you in studio. Forever working on time management. But that's all right. That just means Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, was, was early today joining us in I studio. I was. Making up for being late last week. You were early right. last week. All right. We're going to move on. All right. Uh, there's a lot of uh, fun stuff going on right now with the Arkansas State Athletics. Obviously, that includes what happened last week with a pair of wins for men's basketball at yeah. First National Bank Arena. What was what was the highlight of Revenge Week for you from those two wins? The fact that we got a couple of nights of revenge, and it was uh, it's what we needed. I, I think the the team needed to come out and and play well and and get those wins, victories that. They thought they had on the road against both Southern Miss and ULM and kind of slipped away, especially the one uh, in Monroe. But I thought the team really bounced back well, played a couple of very uh, encouraging games, loved the effort in, in both of those performances. You go back to Wednesday, and the thing that stood out the most to me was just the way they closed out that game against Southern Miss and the fact that they withstood the run that Southern Miss made late in that game. We were up 74 to 61 with a little over five minutes to go. Looked like, you know, we were in full control. And then you saw Southern Miss go on a 10 nothing run to get within three. Everybody starts getting nervous inside the arena. And you're thinking, uh-oh, it's happening again. And then Coach Hodson calls the timeout with 2.42 to go in that game. I think it really settled everybody down. And once they came out of that timeout, they didn't allow another point the rest of the game. And they go on to win. So I thought 
closing that game out, and it's something they've talked about a lot, being able to finish these games down the stretch, I thought was a huge step in the right direction, especially against a good team like a Southern Miss. And then with ULM, I think the energy was great from start to finish. They started that game on a 7 nothing run, never trailed. And even when ULM went on a little bit of a run there in the second half, I thought our guys really did a good job responding. I think we were up 26 at one point. They got it back to within 13. And at that point, our guys kind of stepped up again and dug their heels in and and really did a good job. I, I think just all around the effort for the entire 40 minutes was very, very good against ULM. We're seeing some other guys start to step up, too. It was fun to see somebody like a Zane Butler step up and have 16 points the other day, which was a career high. Julian Lewell matched his career high. He had 14 points in that game. So if you're getting 30 points combined from those two, Zane Butler and Julian Lewell, nobody's expecting that. And I I think that was a huge step in the in the right direction. And look, we didn't have Freddie Hicks for these games. Right. We're still playing without him. Hopefully he's back very, very soon. And there's a lot of things to be encouraged about, but those were two really solid wins at home. What is the last time you've called a half where A-State shot 70% or higher like they did to start at ULM? I was sitting down there by uh, Jerry Scott during the game on Saturday, and at halftime I went over and said, hey, when was the last time we shot 72% in a half? So I had that same thought, and – you know, I don't know when it was, but it's been a long time since we've seen an A-State team shoot that well. And they kept it going in the second half. We finished 60% for the game, so it was a really, really solid shooting performance. And that's after the Red Wolves shot 33% against the same team just six days before in Monroe. And to come out and be that efficient... A big reason for that was just the kind of shots they were creating for themselves, and Caleb Fields was a big reason why, just the way he was penetrating and finding open guys, and uh, just the shot selection was really, really good, and we were hitting those shots, and Caleb to go out and get 13 assists the other day, which was his career high, was absolutely huge, and you know, I I just love the way... The team, uh, the team played so efficiently and shared the basketball the other day. Caleb Fields has been great since he stepped on the court as a true freshman yeah. and, and handled those point guard duties as a true freshman. But why, why is he thriving so much in, in Brian Hodgson's system? I think he's a perfect fit for this offense and just how fast they play. He is the true definition of a floor general. He never forces anything. You know, you see him, give, he'll do whatever the defense dictates. And a lot of games you'll see him really in attack mode. And that was the case against Southern Miss last Wednesday night. He was driving a lot. He was draw, drawing those fouls. And we've seen time and again him really thrive in those situations. And then sometimes maybe that's not there. And I just love the way he knows every thing that's going on on the floor and and reads defenses so well he does a great job finding his teammates he knows where everybody's supposed to be and he's just a perfect fit for this offense and 
We've seen him turn into the best point guard in the league this year, and I think the numbers back it up. What he did uh, this past week was extremely impressive, and you look at the numbers right now, and he's averaging seven and a half assists in conference play, and that's three more than the next guy on the list. So that is a huge gap, and I think that tells you a lot about just the way Caleb Fields is in control right now. One of these days, we'll be able to have a pregame conversation that does not include talking about injuries, but we're not there yet. Laquil Hardnett uh, was limited on uh, on Saturday, a lower leg injury there. Uh, you've already mentioned we haven't seen Freddie Hicks in, in a couple of games. What do those guys, uh, the status look like for tomorrow? Uh, you know, I'm hoping Freddie's back very soon. I know he's doing everything in his power to get back. I don't know about Laquil. We'll find out from Coach Hodson before the game tomorrow. But, yeah, yeah, I think LaQuill was actually really showing some encouraging signs. Yeah. And the two games before Saturday, you know, he played really well at ULM. He had, you know, season highs and points and rebounds. And then I thought he came out and played extremely well again in the game Wednesday against Southern Miss. But, you know, you hate that because yeah. he was just starting to contribute. He was starting to look like he was healthy for the first time. And, now a setback for him, but hopefully he's back soon as well. Looking at JMU uh, tomorrow, uh, again, 7 o'clock tip-off at First National Bank Arena. A lot of stuff going on surrounding that game, but statistically they're, they're kind of good at everything. And then obviously a 20-3 and record gets your attention. What, what stands out to you about the Dukes? The fact that they really don't show any weaknesses. And if you look at them, and I, I know you study those stats as much as anybody, but the the fact that they're second in the league in scoring and conference play behind only the Red Wolves. We'll see the top two offenses on the floor tomorrow night in the Sun Belt. But you look on the defensive side, they're number one in scoring defense. They're outscoring opponents in conference play by 13 per game. So, you know, they're not just winning these games. They're winning decisively in a lot of cases. They're one... I guess opponent that's given them fits is Appalachian State, and App has beat them both times they played. That's two of their three losses on the season. But outside of that, they've just been phenomenal. The fact that they're sitting here at twenty and three, it's their fastest ever to twenty wins, fastest season ever to get to the twenty win mark. Uh, it, it shows a, a lot about the status of their program, and this is probably the best team that's going to come into Jonesboro this year. So. And I think Troy's going to be really good when they come in here in a couple of weeks. But James Madison has shown just how good they can be as well. And, uh, man, I hope we have a huge crowd tomorrow night. I know Coach Hodson and everybody out at athletics is trying to do everything they can to to get a big crowd out there. But we need our fans to to step up in a big way and hopefully – Come out and enjoy a, a big win tomorrow night. That would be absolutely massive if we could find a way to win this ball game tomorrow night and, and beat one of the better teams in the league. Again, tickets are two for seven dollars for upper level, level tickets. Convo dogs just two bucks, which is hands down the most important part. Of absolutely, the, yeah. Uh, the goings on tomorrow, but uh, it, it's going to be a great time and a great, great game. Seven o'clock, your tip off time on K Fine. Six thirty, your pregame. Who you got on the podcast this week? We've got Liam Hicks That's a big on deal. the podcast. And, you know, Liam, for those who don't know, is a fantastic baseball player for us. He was here in 2020 and 2021 and was as good of a hitter in college as I can remember us having 
outside of Zach George. He and Zach George had the most incredible seasons uh, in recent memory as far as Red Wolves are concerned. I think Liam, his senior season or his last season here, he hit 344 and had an on-base percentage of over 460. And it's been fun to watch him go into the professional ranks now. And I was thrilled because he was drafted by my favorite team in the ninth round. You know, he's he's in the Rangers organization and have watched him go up quickly uh, in, in the last couple of years and, and spent most of the season last year with their double-A team and, and did really well in double-A ball. And then we saw him, and we talked about it, I know, back in the fall, just how incredible he was in that Arizona Fall yeah. League. I put up some ridiculous numbers there. He had a stretch where he had nine consecutive hits and had a six-hit game at one point. But, yeah, Liam is, is doing really well. He's got a big-time opportunity now and uh, one of just ten players inside – the minor league system that have been invited to major league camp. And, you know, he's been in Jonesboro training, and I thought that was really cool. That's one thing we talked about during the podcast. Why would he come back here to Jonesboro to do his training, you know, before going to major league camp for the very first time? And he had a really good answer for that. And he talked about just his experience so far in the minors. He talked about uh, a lot of things. Uh, you know, he was a hockey goalie when he grew up in Canada. And, Talked about the comparisons there between between playing goalie and being a catcher, and you know he re, he gave a really good answer to that and how those two compare. I, I thought uh, you know it just turned into a really really neat conversation and encourage everybody to check it out this week, the Second to None podcast. This time next week we'll be we'll be talking a lot more baseball with the Red Wolves we season will. set to get underway in just ten days. Have you talked to Have you talked to Jim Edmonds yet? I've got a cell phone number. I've not. That's talk- kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah, I know you're going to be asking me for it. <laughs> so uh, I talked with Coach Raffo this morning. We have over 75 tables already sold for the Grand Slam banquet, and just need a few more. We'll be setting another record this year. It's my favorite event of the yeah. year. We do a lot of great events, but uh, nothing I enjoy more than uh, getting up there on the stage and doing the Q&A with our guest every year. And it's a lot of fun uh, for me personally, but for our fans, I, I think it's just a really, really fun night. I know you enjoy it a lot. Yeah. And have you got your Jim Edmonds bobblehead yet? Oh, I just, have you no, ordered it? No. That ship is sailed. That, that's your thing. I forgot. It's been busy. All right, we got to go to break because I'm going to forget again if we don't. Yeah, you need to write that down there. All right, let me make a note. All right, uh, that wraps up our conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, and I'm not even trying to kick you out to get on eBay if we actually do have to take a break. <laughs> but as always, thanks for hanging out. Absolutely. And we will. We'll step aside for our last break of today's Workday Red Zone, come back and, and finish things up right after this here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. First Quality Roofing have been local roofing experts for over 20 years. And they pride themselves on using only premium materials for every residential and commercial roofing job. At First Quality Roofing, they're not just roofers. Need a deck built? They can do it. Sheetrock work? No problem. No job is too big or too small for Walter and the crew. So whether it's a leaky roof, a complete roof replacement, or any other home improvement project, call First Quality Roofing, 870 
316-336-2381. Experience the difference with Walter and the crew at First Quality Roofing. When you're in the market for a new vehicle, George Kell Motors in Newport has you covered with a great selection of vehicles from Chevrolet and GMC. And if your vehicle needs routine maintenance or critical care, our factory trained technicians can take great care of you, get you back on the road in a flash. George Kell Motors, your Hall of Fame dealer off exit 85 in Newport. Call us 870-523-2792 or view our entire inventory at georgekellmotors.com. First Security has been putting our home state first since 1932, helping fellow Arkansans and their families buy homes, grow businesses, and build futures. Today, First Security is still committed to helping you bank better, providing local solutions and local support in the places we love too. It's community banking with people you know and people you know you can count on. First Security. Bank better. FSBank.com. Member FDIC. East Arkansas Broadcasters, locally owned, locally operated, and locally focused. And just like NEA Baptist, East Arkansas Broadcasters cares about our community. The fourth annual Date Night for a Purpose for Hope Found of Northeast Arkansas is a fine dining fundraiser that you can experience at home on Friday, February the 16th. For tickets and more details, log on to hopefoundnea.org. That's what's coming up with East Arkansas Broadcasters and NEA Baptist. Healthcare for the next century. We asked seniors how to prevent Medicare scams. My best advice, if you get a phone call, do not talk to the person. These people are well-trained. Don't talk to them. They don't know me. They're just trying to scam me. Don't be fooled. Hang up. Just hang up. Never give out your Medicare number. They're going to get your number to put in a false claim. If I get a call from someone, I don't pick up the phone. And should I pick up the phone and ask for information, then I hang up. How do you detect Medicare fraud? Just like I check my credit card statements, I check my Medicare statements monthly. Scammers can get a hold of your number, order medical devices through your account, and you're not even going to know about it if you don't look at your statement. Check your statement every month. If you get your statement and you see something that you know you did not have done, you report it. Call your senior Medicare patrol. To report Medicare fraud, call the senior Medicare patrol at 866-726-2916. Look up, look down, look around, look up, look down, look around, in the trees and on the ground, cause the ALB must be found. If you're hearing this, you should be concerned about the Asian longhorn beetle, an invasive species that's destroying our trees. But you can help. Look for the signs and help stop the beetle. Look up, look down, look around, look up, look down, look around, in the trees and on the ground, cause the ALB must be found. Some signs of the ALB are dime-sized holes on tree trunks, a sawdust-like material called frass, and the beetle itself, with a long black body and white spots. Look up, look down, look around, look up, look down, look around, in the trees and on the ground, cause the ALB must be found. Learn all the signs and how to report them at AsianLonghornedBeetle.com. That's AsianLonghornedBeetle.com. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's a home stretch for us on today's show. So last call on the Right Fiber Hotline. 
Vibrator Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. You can give us a ring at 870-930-3776. Checking in on this CavanaughCars.com question we've been asking you. What are you most looking forward to on Super Bowl Sunday? And at the end of today's show, more of you are hyped about the actual game than anything else. Second on the list is the food, which is, that, that's that got my vote. Following that, the commercials, 15% of you saying the commercials, 5% of you saying the halftime show. For a while, nobody nobody was, nobody wanted to see Usher, but we got some late votes there. So you guys are excited about that. I think he announced a tour today. Typically, look, when they've got uh, artists that come in and, and headline Super Bowl Sunday, it's because they've got something else big going on. I think he, I think he announced a tour today is, uh, is what's going on there with, with Usher. I am forever blown away by all of the different random things you can wager on on the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, in addition to everything that goes on on the field and the never-ending parlays and props and everything else, you can you can bet on just like the goofiest things ever off of the field. Uh, you can uh, you can bet on viewership numbers. Uh, you can bet on. I've got uh, sportsbetting.ag pulled up here. You can bet as to whether or not there's going to be an unauthorized person on the field. And not only can you bet on whether or not there will be, you can bet on their gender. Uh, You can bet on how long they're going to be on the field. You can bet on how many times Roger Goodell will be shown. And whether or not uh, Jason Kelsey is going to shotgun or chug a beer during the CBS broadcast. Uh, surely this is not a real, is this a real bet? I see a bet where you can bet on the number of patties on Andy Reid's postgame burger. Will it be under one and a half patties or over one and a half patties? Is this real? That is insane. Also, where will Andy Reid visit or eat after the game? Your options here, Burger King, McDonald's, In-N-Out, Wendy's, Five Guys, Shake Shack, Smash Burger, Freddy's, Fat Boy, White Castle, or Jack in the Box. These, these, I'm pretty sure, these are real things you can bet on. You can bet on the color of Reba McIntyre's boots. As to whether or not Post Malone will wear a cowboy hat or a tie. This just gets goofier and goofier. Every single year. By the way, the over-under for the National Anthem from Reba. 86 and a half seconds. And uh, again, just uh, it gets it gets wilder. It gets wilder every single year. The Niners are favored in the actual game. Just in case you were curious about that, although uh, last at last check that was a point and a half, so not by much. But if you want to just set your money on fire, you should definitely start betting on whether or not Post Malone will be wearing sleeves or not. 
<laughs> that's so crazy. Uh, that is a, that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. A big thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, for joining us in studio, and also Arkansas State women's golf coach MJ Dabian-Shaw for joining us on the phone. If you missed either one of those conversations, you can find them later on this afternoon at 953theticket.com. That is, uh, of course, a wrap on today's show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Keep it, keep it here at uh, The Drive. Or excuse me, The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next, and then The Drive with Caden West coming your way today at 3. Have it here in the morning at 7 for the front row with Bud and Randy. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And we'll return tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. So for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Can't wait to talk with you then. Have a great, great afternoon.